Welcome to the Taz Show, ladies and gentlemen. We are live right now on uh, Facebook.com Schnabitz at Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Also live on the Radio.com app. Probably on TazShow.com someplace. I'm not even sure if that thing's running anymore. It's Thursday, March 1st, 2018. April Fool's, except a month early. Yes. Kind of a joke. Correct. It's not April Fools. No, not yet. So uh, it's a month early. So welcome to the ch- uh, to what do you call it? to the show? Yeah, it's got done doing Taz and Moose, CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM. I'm all over the place. I'm like sludge in a subway here in the city. Sorry, roll the producer, uh, p- uh, the producer of the Taz Show, the man everyone loves, and he is Seth. Seth, welcome to the Taz Show. Uh, how are you? Great. Great. Coming in hot. Ah, great to be here, buddy. <laughs> great to see you. Looking good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. So yeah. Right. All right. So um, some house cleaning, kind of, without getting into house cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Going to talk a little NXT. I, I I saw a chunk of NXT, a good chunk, a, a large portion of it. Also, uh, we don't do news here, but there are some news items, I believe, or one or two. We never do news here. Um. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about that, uh, some stuff about uh, what do you call it, about Rey Mysterio and uh, and uh, what's the other thing? Mike Johnson uh, gave us some late breaking news, very late, like two days late that we talked to <laughs> Seth about. We'll get into that in a second. So we'll get into that. But uh, some stuff here about like the future of the Taz show is bright, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. No, that's true. Bad uh, boy for life. Yeah. Um, do you want to get anything else there? It could be a future issue elsewhere. With anything else? Huh? What? I'm asking you if you uh, that there's uh, any movement here. Do we need to t- discuss this publicly or leave it alone? Well, I shouldn't have went this route for you. For me, I'm solid, dude. <laughs> um. Okay. Sounds like a roach. You can't kill me. <laughs> well, that's true. That is a shoot. That I promise. Yes, sir. Okay. Just want to make sure. I'm that, ducking and dodging, man. As Hey, I want to make sure you're okay. I'm good. If I could pick anyone to be the producer of the Taz Show, it'd be the man that is the producer of the Taz Show right now, and that's Crying Brian. So, no. Ouch. <laughs> no, no. It's you. Buy a hat. It's you, yourself. Yeah. No. Thank you. No. It's you. So, I mean, I'm just letting you know. I got your back. I appreciate it. I got your back. So I went down that road for no reason. I don't know where you're going. Okay, so we'll take that out of the podcast. Okay, so those that are watching live got a little extra tidbit. I want to show everything's okay. And not with me, with everybody else around here. Because I'm a little concerned. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. I just, you know, I hear things. <laughs> Great. Now the guys are sweating in the other room. Like, what is he talking I'm, about? I'm, I'm busting chops. All right, hilarious. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just you know, sometimes I say things. I just you know. Buddy is stupid. I just I don't know. 
Sometimes, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, all right, you good though, Seth? You good over here? We're ready to roll? Everything's good with the video? We're yeah, good? I got I got both some Mega Millions tickets. I'm good. Somebody, yeah. You look you look like your colon's going to fall out. You all right? What do you mean? Why do you wear throwback Taz show apparel? Like, stuff that people can't buy. You That's what you wear. I, I just, I have, whatever I have that says Taz on it, I, I wear no, it. It's you clean. You have so much free stuff. Do I? Pro wrestling tees and everything. Do I? Yeah. And then you wear stuff that you got as, that we got samples of that the company got. Old school stuff that you can't find. That shirt you're wearing, back up so people can see it. I mean, you're wearing a, a, a youth lodge. I mean, that shirt, that that was never, <laughs> Peck Jones. That was. <laughs> Tasho, Tasho. No, no, no. That was, that what you can, all of a sudden it's cops. <laughs> and that hat, that's never been for sale. No? No. Do I have one that's for sale? You have a lot of stuff that you get for free for a long uh, here's, time. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home and lay out my Taz stuff. I mean, you could tell me what to wear. How about you, you just lay me? out? How about that part? Okay. Just, just lay out. So uh, you heard from Mike Johnson. Do you want to bring people behind the scenes on what happened here? Yeah, Mike was uh, you know, feeling a little guilty because uh, we, cause we hammered him. He was like, oh, I got breaking news. Uh, Slapped him around a little bit. He deserved it. You can get three days free of PW Insider if you go to – yeah. Oh, uh, no, so uh, he, he told he me... He made that, sure he covered all that, but he gave us no news. Yeah, and I'm sure some of the, the, the IWC, the Internet Wrestling Community, already uh, has some scuttlebutt about this, but it's looking like um, the Intercontinental title match for WrestleMania is looking like a five-way, and Mike told me uh, there's a good chance it's going to be a ladder match. Yeah, Miz, Rollins, Finn, Elias, and the Braun Strowman. And you got this uh, from Mike Johnson. From so the Mi- per th- Mike Johnson, we thank Mike for that. And so. that could uh, that could steal the show. That could, if that's done right, well, that could, those guys, that could be I'm really look- something special. You're right. And I'm looking at the names because it, what makes it very intriguing if they do do that <clears throat> is that uh, these names would could physically in the ring like during the match play off each other perfectly. That's really good elements and a good potpourri of different types of talent in that match. If you do that. With a Miz, Rollins, Finn, Elias, Braun. Obviously, you have Braun there as the the pillar. You know, the big, strong guy can do stuff with ladders, do some unique stuff. You have uh, top flight bump takers in this thing with Miz, Rollins, and Finn. Elias is a big guy. Finn is the the, the undersized guy to all of them, who is a, a tremendous bump taker. I'm just saying, they have a lot of unique elements, physical-sized guys in this thing that make it very intriguing. So if they do do this, and the rumor is true, <clears throat> it should be very interesting. Um, also, so Rey Mysterio right here might be coming back to WWE, correct? Yeah, that's that's, the, that's what's going around, you yeah. know? And also, uh, um, there are some that are reporting that uh, they're looking at Mysterio versus Cena for WrestleMania. Which I would like better than Cena Undertaker, personally. I just, I, you know what? If you're going to use John Cena to get a payday and be on WrestleMania, fine. Then do that. Don't use John Cena on SmackDown to beat AJ Styles and use AJ Styles as a sacrificial lamb, meaning the company, not not John's fault, to get into uh, the six-pack challenge at Fastlane. Especially since... Um, not good. He just lost to Seth Rollins on Raw. He right. lost the Elimination Chamber. Right. And AJ's supposed to be... A, to, for, for most of us fans, we think AJ's the man in the company right now. We think he's the best wrestler. He's right. the champ. And, the, and you know, I got to say, though, Cena and AJ have great chemistry. They put on great matches together. It was another it was another great match, but I was disappointed as a they, fan. Yeah, well, let me just back you up. I mean, you're right. They do have good chemistry. I, I've said this before on the Taz show here. AJ Styles um, could work... What these glasses and have chemistry, 
That's how good AJ is. AJ could get in a ring with anybody with a heartbeat and blood flowing through their body and that they're able to run a little bit and, 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 and work with. Let me That's say how he, good AJ is. He brings out the best in Cena, let's put it that way. You have to yeah. pick up your tempo when you work with AJ Styles and pick up your intensity because he will run right by you, meaning his work rate will run right by you. So you know there's a gun to your head when you got to work with him. So, yeah, you got to pick it up. So that's a better way to put it the way you said it, I feel. Like, you know, you're saying that he brings out the best in, you know, Cena or whatever. Yeah, I agree. But they do have chemistry. And I, uh, AJ did, you know, I just think AJ gets better and better. He, he did an interview I saw on, on the app, and he said, you know, he goes, you know what losing does? It makes you work harder and get better. Like yeah. he was just cool. He's just he's he just handles everything great. I just say he's a pro. He's a yeah. veteran. He's been had a lot of ups and downs in his career. He understands what it's like to be pushed hard. He knows what it's like to do your share of jobs. He's paid his dues. Uh, he's a pro's pro. He's a um, a wrestler's wrestler. He's respected uh, in locker rooms worldwide for good reason. He deserves it. So, um, but yeah, I just don't think that Cena should have. They should have done that. With Cena and used AJ. I don't care what your storyline is or any of that jazz. I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm sorry. I'm just not. No. Uh, at all. Uh, and by the way, uh, thank you for downloading the podcast version of this show. If you're doing that, you're doing that on iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn or the Radio.com app or Tashow.com or maybe online at, uh, you could download the show on Radio.com's website, right? As yes, long, you as can. As it's working that moment. If it, yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah. So, so. Uh, <laughs> Hack me now. <laughs> I got kind of a cough. I might as well keep it. And one more question about the AJ hack. thing. I'm yes. sorry. I apologize. Um, do you think AJ will get, um, as you like to say, a receipt uh, come come uh, Fastlane? Do you really think I'm stupid? I mean, do you really think I'm not stupid? I mean, you, give me a little crap. I've been, I've been around workers my whole life. You're gonna, you have to throw in inside terms. Receipt? Yes. Uh, that's not. I, I need a. I need a list. Seth. There was a list, and that's why Markology was born. Okay, there was a list, and a receipt is total inside term. You don't act like it's not. And you just, you, you think you're getting over with the IWC as you deem They hate me. Uh, they hate you because you try too hard to be an insider. I'm not an insider. Don't be an insider. Just be Seth Kinda. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't be yourself, actually. On second thought, <laughs> be somebody else. Okay, I am a robot. That's better. Yes. That's better. I mean, Back to you, Taz. Don't, don't say receipt, because I will get angry. I said, I'll, as you I'll, say, you say receipt. No, 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 don't double talk me. Yeah, please stop. Mm. I, I speak for a living. I'm a communicator. I'm a worldwide broadcaster. Stop it. Kidding me? You hear me and Moose, what I do? Stop. Oh, I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, do yeah. the Taz and the Goose. I'll let you do it. Go ahead. Can I? Can I go all in? Three, two, one, go. Can I? Yeah. Combine. Talk about the combine. From the studio that sometimes works on the 11th floor, he's a multi-time wrestling champion, a legend with 30 years in the business. The other guy is a wannabe, a never was, jabroni, jobber, mark. Together, they are Taz and the Goose. All right, Thursday, March 1st. Here we are at the Taz Show. We're talking Cena. We're talking Mysterio. We're talking Dana White, UFC, Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey. We have them all here. Taz and the Goose. Back to you, Taz. Hit it. How much did you practice this at home? Every, How much? And, my and, kids are crying. They want to spend time and, with me. Like, and, hold on a second. And you produced that fancy Dan Open. And you, you, you yell at your team. No, I want an open about me. Yes. Unbelievable, bro. It's actually a cool open. And the music, all the music we've used on this show, that's probably the best music I've ever heard because it's for you. Uh, you got to give Andy props for that. Andy's the best. 
He still works here, right? <laughs> I mean, you never know. Guys, is Andy here today? I mean, Andy? You, just, you never know what yeah. happens here. So, so you don't know. Nice. The way this is over here. <laughs> Excuse me. Different, different. I'm on, I work on a different level. I'm on CBS Sports Radio. I work at WFAN. Totally different. I'm distancing myself from everybody else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just... I, big Shot Jones yeah, over big here. Big Shot Jones. I'm sorry. It's just the way it goes. Uh, it's that simple. Um, I a little NXT action. Was anything else I missed? Oh, Dana White. You said something about Dana White for the show about Brock, right? He tweeted out that chances are very good that Brock will be fighting UFC again. All right. Well... I, hopefully, uh, hopefully, um, if that happens, I, I, I'm first in line. I want to see it. I love Brock. Um, I'm sure Brock would get himself in fighting shape to do that because that's obviously, as you guys know, it's different than WWE shape. So he's got to get in fighting shape, which Brock is. Okay, you know, at this point in his life and his body, he's he's, he's the muscle memory in his physique and his clock and his heart. For his cardio, I'm sure he could get that rolling in, in, in a month, to be honest with you, because um, all the years of being a, a high-end elite athlete. But, uh, yeah, it's intriguing. If this happens, uh, it sounds like it's not a stunt. It sounds like it's the real deal. If Dana White's saying it, I would think it's a shoot, right? And Brock just holds all the cards. I mean, that's why Roman went off on him, too. Cause he's such a draw that, of course, everybody's going to want him because he sells tickets. I right. mean, he'll sell UFC. He'll sell WWE. I mean, he's just, you know. You understand, though, just so I could smarten you up and other Please. people. So when that happens, <coughs> Roman did a good job, and, and they let him cut a promo like that. And I said this the other day because uh, the way they booked him and jamming him down everybody's throat that he won at the Elimination Chamber, they, had, they knew f- fans were furious and pissed off. So... They had to come back with letting him cut a shoot promo and bury Lesnar on Raw. But when he buries Lesnar on Raw and does what he did, it actually gets over Lesnar more than anybody. So, uh, it, you know, Brock knows that. He's smart enough to know that, and Heyman knows that. I mean, it gets him over. It gets Brock over, which is good. It's good. And, and Quasi gets over, um, you know, Roman too because he's shooting, you know, like so – you know, so now I we, we so all the hardcore fans will forget that we had uh, we had Braun get beat straight, you know, by Roman, and uh, and and we'll have the fans not mad anymore at us because we're letting Bra- uh, we're letting uh, Roman cut a shoot promo. Yeah, okay, the fans are that dumb. Got it, right? So, <laughs> no, really, I'll tell you how they think. So, yeah, whatever. It's irrelevant. It's it's sold three days ago. Uh, I'm in the now, Seth. That's how I work. NXT is in the now. I watched the NXT yesterday, uh, the bulk of it. Um, I did not see Amos' promo uh, with Selena Vega. That I, I did not see, just to let you guys know. But I uh, I want to tell you what I liked. Um, I'm going to try and be positive on some things. Because the other day on Tuesday, I got a little bit negative. No. I got a little combustible, a little kind of like I kind of snapped just a little bit. So, um, hmm. The graphic, uh, full screen graphic at the kind of the top of the show, or early in the beginning, maybe the first minute of the show, whatever it was. They did a video package, I think, on uh, Johnny Wrestling leaving because he lost the match and stuff like that. So that was all good. But then they did a graphic, and um, Nigel uh, covered the graphic. Uh, it was the graphic was for help me, help me. It was for Vega and uh, Amis that he was going to be on the show. Yes, cut the promo. But this is what I'm pointing out, the graphic. Like, oh, who cares about the graphic? No, listen to Nigel. He did a very good job. He's learning how to really do the proper announcing in the WWE way for the, the logistics of calling a show, which 
I learned in that system, and I believe in that system. As far as the logistics of calling a show, the bumps in and out, um, they did a good job here with this. And this was pre-taped, I'm sure, the, meaning the, the bump, the, the graphic call. He, he did not just say, all right, I'll also be here with Selena Vega and then cut a promo. That, you know, <clears throat> that's anybody who re- can read a, va- a, a, a graphic can see that. He listened to what he did. He lo- used a couple of adjectives to explain Amos, and he painted him strongly as a heel with just a few words and, and sprinkled in his, his, his read over the graphic. It was well done. Um, I'm just about 100% it was, that, it was that graphic, right? It was the... That was one of the only things they... What else did they promote on that show? I'm trying to remember. I watched half last night, fell asleep, then watched the rest this morning. So that's why I was, I'm trying to remember how they did that. They did... Did you see us that next day? I did, but you know, I don't... I, I'm not yeah, looking at things like graphic. you are. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, just about 100%. It was because I wrote my notes, graphic uh, for, uh, for... What's his name? For Nigel McGuinness. I'm pretty sure just about 100% it was that graphic. But point is, he really hit things that were important in such a quick way. And that's, that's what, in my opinion, good commentary is. And he did that. He used some words to paint the guy as a heel, and he did it quickly. So let's say you didn't see what Almas and, and you know Vega did last week. And you're new to NXT or you haven't watched it in a while. And you don't really know who you know Almas is. Just by hearing those couple of adjectives that McGinnis used, he is telling you this is the bad guy. This guy's a scumbag. This guy's no good. You know, he did it the right way, and that's all. That's all I'm, I wanted to say about that. I thought it was it was done really well. The graphic, and again, I watch something little like that, and I stick on it. To me, it's like it's important. Those little things, as I always say, <laughs> are extremely uh, important. Um, like subliminal, right? I mean, you get in people's heads. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's very important. Um, you can't just you, know, you do. What's the old cliche expression? You do the little things right, great things happen, or some kind of bullshit like that. <laughs> something like that. I mean, maybe take out the bullshit part, but uh, it was something like that. I, I don't know. Tazism. Yeah, something like that. Um, also, um, there was a promo. Uh, well, uh, Velveteen Dream beat. Um, Beat Tyler Bate. I'm going to get into the promo thing in a second. I'm going to talk about Authors of Pain in a second. But the match with Velveteen Dream, you know, he beat Tyler Bate. Okay, Tyler Bate's obviously on this losing streak. They're pushing a losing streak. Um, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of Velveteen Dream, the character, the way he looks, the way he acts. Um, I think he is potentially going to be an NXT champion. I think they will put the belt on him eventually. Not sure when, but I do think that's going to happen, in my opinion. Tyler Bate, different story. He They're doing the losing streak route. So it seems like they're going to do losing streak and I guess turn him into a heel, um, which seems like obvious booking. Um, he's a young kid. Remember, he won that, uh, was it the European title, whatever they were calling it, the UK championship? Correct. At 19 years old. And, and they jammed it down your throat that he was 19. And so now, what is he, 20 or whatever, 20 and a half? I don't know how old he is, something like that. He's still young. He's 21 next week. There you go. So uh, uh, now what you do is you can turn him heel. So uh, to me, the obvious thing is you turn him heel, and also he talks about that he was the first ever UK champ, and basically that his life has fallen, fallen apart since then. They'll probably change his look, maybe shave his mustache, 
uh, dress him different, give him a makeover, something. Eventually, he, he's in a losing streak. Correct. I would think it's time for a makeover. We're in a losing streak. Come back, heel Jones, makeover, something. That's what I'm thinking they're going to do with him. That's what I would do with him. And not on 205 Live? Is he too similar to Jack Gallagher, so you, you wouldn't want to put him on there? I'd have him kill Jack Gallagher. I'd have him come out. If you're going to do something like that, I'd have him – you know, I have him come out and Jack Gallagher, hey, mate, oh, yeah, the whole uh, Brit thing. And, and, then, and then Tyler Bates like, I ain't your mate. I ain't nothing to you. You ain't nothing to me. You know, frig you. And he beats the shit out of him. That's what I would do. Just beats the living shit out of him, bloodies him, destroys him. No blood. Well, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> uh, booking Jones over here. I'm just. <laughs> free. You're getting free, free booking. Free show, free booking. I, I, <laughs> free everything. Oh, <laughs> 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 you you're right, though. <laughs> just met myself. You know, just disappointed. What's um, the matter? What's the matter? You're on top of the <laughs> world. Yeah, I know. I'm on top of the world. I'm yeah. always on top of the world. You know how I am. Always optimistic. <laughs> 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 you know me. Um, no, I would have him, uh, if you want to get the other guy involved, the umbrella, I'd have him, dis- I'd take the umbrella, I'd just, just destroy the guy, just destroy the flying popping Jones. I'd hit him with the umbrella in the face. I'd, I'd nut him with the umbrella right in the nuts. I just, I, I just destroy him with the umbrella. So you just want, you just want to discard Jack completely? No, just, just have him. He's a sacrificial lamb. Have yeah. him get a bunch of heat put on him by this guy. Have him come in two hundred five as an angry son of a bitch and turn him heel, black him out, let him wear black, let him, I don't know, let him wear face powder, do something, shave his head, do something, give him a different look. You know, let him let him disappear and let him do some kind of a sinister promo that, or, or like a dark, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not dark. Yeah, like yeah kind of like a dark promo or uh, 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 cryptic. Like a crypt, he says a cryptic line or two after a couple more losses. Because if you listen to what Mauro Ronaldo said yesterday, and he didn't scream this, he just said it, that I, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like, well, he, you know, the losing streak continues or something like that. For Tyler Bate, uh, let's and I can't remember how he said it, but I think he said something like, "Let's see where this goes." Or I think he led the audience a little too much, if if you're paying attention. But maybe a lot of wrestling fans didn't pay attention to that. I mean, I, I pay attention to that, but it seemed like he led the audience a little bit, um, which is fine. Maybe they want him to lead the audience, meaning Mauro. But he led me to think, okay, you're going to have him keep losing. Tyler Bates going to get pissed off eventually. He's going to go dark, and then he's going to go black. He's going to disappear, and then he's going to come back, and you have him come back where it's like they almost don't recognize him. Like, who, who is this? First of all, I'd have him wear longer pants, like a looser pants. He's not a tall guy, and, you know, he, he's got a little bit of a sh- – like his legs aren't that long. For, you know, you would think most short guys' legs aren't long. Taz, you're short. I am not a tall guy by any stretch. No one ever said I was tall. Um, but I have a longer upper body than him, and my legs are average height. I'm kind of like a, a gorilla. So, and I actually have very long arms. I have a 37 inch uh, reach, like a, like a suit. I wear a 37 sleeve. Same as Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> Will you stop? I don't know about that. KD and I don't have much in common, except for our jump shot. So, uh, <laughs> swish. I do the fadeaway jumper, though. I'm big into that. So, KD just stands right in there. Don't talk sports, Taz. You do that 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. Just stick to wrestling. So, so. Paluka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to break in a minute. But anyway, uh, I do think that um, 
I have long arms. I have a longer upper body. I'm like a gorilla. Uh, where I think that even though I didn't wear knee pads and I wore low boots, my legs look longer than his. Now, I'm only saying that for a reason. I, th- and I don't want to sit here and call a guy that he's not tall enough, Tyler Bate, but I do think he needs to <clears throat> do something, and when they change him over, he needs to wear a longer pants or something, longer tights or something, to give him a little bit of a different aesthetic look. Not to try and make him look taller, but to make him look sinister, mean, change up his look instead of the traditional catch-as-catch-can wrestling trunks and, and boots, and he's a grappler, and everybody's a grappler. Everybody, I told you, everybody's a shooter, everybody does submissions, everybody's a shooter, everybody. So that's everybody's gimmick. So... Enough. I'm not saying he is. I just went off a little tangent. These things happen. What do you, what do you, as a young guy, what do you think about him in the ring now? I feel like he's he's advanced for Very his good. age. Very yeah. good. I think for his age. Jeez, I wish when I was his age, I was half as good. I think he's excellent in the yeah. ring. I I love the way he works. I, I didn't say nothing about his work. I said his appearance, especially if they're going this route. His appearance, keep it the way he is. If you're gonna let, if you're gonna push him a little bit, but if you're going losing streak Jones on him, that means you're not pushing him. Unless you're gonna really amp him up on the other side of the losing streak. So on that note, you know, I gotta let you guys know about my friends. We're gonna play a little music in three, two, one, and we get support for the Taz show comes from my homeboys, my good friends over at Rock and Mortgage by Quick and Loan. So they understand that you're there's a good chance that you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, your life. They understand it. So Rock and Mortgage gives you that same exact level of confidence you need. Uh, when you're refinancing uh, a current existing home loan or you want to buy a home for the first time. So at Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully so you can mortgage confidently. And that's the key when you're going to buy a home. It's a big, big moment in your life, I can tell you from experience. So to get started, please do this. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed at all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number. 3030 Rocket Mortgage by Quicker Loans. Those are my good friends. Support them. People like them keep our show Freebie Jones. On that note, come back from break, talk a little bit more about NXT. Taz Show, sit tight. All right. We're back here. Back live on the uh, Taz Show on this uh, Thursday. Been talking about NXT here, so just uh, you know, chilling, nice and calm. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Is it? I just um, did a little post on Facebook, which is rare for me. Facebook.com/slash uh, the Taz Show, where we're doing Facebook Live right there, and I said, guys, please share the show if you don't mind. Eight shares. Come on, kids. Eight shares. Touch it down to eight shares. What are you nuts? The balls of these people. That's nerve. How do they walk? Even the women. I mean, how do you walk when you have the audacity not to share the show when I'm giving you free content here? I, I, on a right, all you're asking for is buy a home using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan, buy a movement watch, and share the show. It's not a lot. It's really that simple. Eight shares? Eight shares is like one share or two. Test one, two. Handsome Johnny. He resurfaced slightly. Did he? He, I don't know. Was it the Olympics? Where was he? He tweeted back at me. It was like some... (laughs) I tweeted something and he replied that he was... You know how he tries to feel like he's in the joke 
like he knows the joke, but he doesn't. <laughs> that's true. And that's just him. I love him, miss him, but uh, but that was a handsome Johnny Moe. I can't remember the tweet, but it was actually pretty funny. He replied off of a tweet I put out a few days ago, and it was just like, I, I'm like, God love him. I can't, I can't reply. The handsome one. Yeah. I, I can't uh, rip him for that. Uh, oh, wow. The shares just went up. We're at almost 100. Wow. Wow. That was quick. Now we're talking. Oh, hell no. Mother F is picking it up. Pick this shit up. Ah, uh, what? Explicit. Oh, sorry. I did it earlier. <laughs> explicit earlier. <laughs> did you? <sighs> Jesus Christmas. Jiminy Crickets. All right. Now I got to get back into the other thing. Um, Wrestling? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I was looking for something on the uh, in the sound effects machine, and I don't know what the hell happened. There was a problem that downstairs with the audio didn't didn't ease up into the uh, schnabits on the furnum. So uh, that's what happened. Taking you behind the curtain here. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Anyway. I love China. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, anyway. So <laughs> back to NXT. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I talked to you about uh, Tyler Bate and stuff like that. And it was not burying him. I was actually putting him over. But uh, I think if they're going to go that route, go dark route Jones. And if you're going to have him come back. As a heel, uh, that's what I think they're going to do. Because if you're doing a losing streak, I think that would make sense, right? I mean, the, you come back as a heel, you know. Uh, it's kind of a layup. I mean, it's been done a billion times in a business. So why not do it a billion and one? But change the kid up a little bit. <laughs> so uh, one thing I did like after that, I liked a lot. They uh, The announcers threw to um, uh, pa- Precious Paul Ellering. I don't know if they call him Precious anymore. But Paul Ellering. Uh, he did a promo, and then the uh, AOP, Authors of Pain, joined them in the promo. Man, this was cool. You didn't see it, Seth, did you? I did. I, I wasn't like... Stairwell Jones. Yeah. yeah. You didn't like it that much? No, I liked it. It, just, it made me think about, you know, my wife watches sometimes, and she's, she was shocked. And actually, I was surprised that those guys aren't twins. They look so much alike. I know, I know. They do. They're not they even... Do. I don't think they're even related. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was looking them up. I was like, wow. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. They are the authors, and they're the authors of pain. So, so the thing is, the um, the promo, the way it was shot. If you didn't see it, shot like up a stairwell, and it was like dark, and it started off with uh, with Paul Ellering doing his sinister dark type promo about the authors of pain, and then in on each side came each members of the AOP, and they said a little bit of deal here and there. But it wasn't the content of the promo; it was the look, the production of it. It was really cool. Uh, it was very, very cool. Now, pardon my ignorance. If they've done this before, I'd never seen it. Um, I don't watch uh, NXT every single week like it's my religion. Um, but um, this, if they've done it before, then great. They should keep doing it because it was really cool. It was shot really well, and I enjoyed it very much. Uh, Cesar Bonani, Bonani, Cesar, Cesar Bonani, Bononi, big giant kid Jones, right? Big, huge kid, right? Kid looks great. Uh, he wrestles Adam Cole. And... Um, they did a deal where, um, uh, if you didn't see it, uh, by the way, this kid Cesar, he, I've talked about in the past. He, he, you know, you could tell he's got big time future and potential and upside from a size perspective, and he's in great shape. He looks very athletic the way he moves. I believe he's from Brazil. Brazil, um, I, you know, uh, this guy's got money written all over him. Uh, I think, um, but they did something interesting. Into the finish, which I wasn't, uh, I wasn't crazy about, um, and I'm gonna let you know what happened. Now, the um, uh, Adam Cole, the author, uh, what are they called again? The group, the, uh, the undisputed, of, era. undisputed era, right, right, right. Uh, Bobby Fish and O'Reilly, 
they're great. I, I love all three of these guys. I mean, individually, as a unit, whatever, it's cool. It's kind of an NWO, DX type of, you know, faction, heels, too cool for school guys. We, we've seen this before, but you know what? It's fine. As long as they're pushing these three guys, it's good. They're, they're All three of them are great. Um, so anyway, I'm a fan, as you guys know. So they did a finish, though. I think they could have protected this Bononi kid a little bit better and done a little bit of a better job being the company. Okay. What happened was, uh, I'm not watching it now, I'm just thinking out loud here, Cesar Bononi, Bononi hit a uh, Michinoka driver and on Adam Cole. And they had a good match for the most part. And you could sense that, you know, Adam Cole's going to win the match. I mean, it was pretty obvious, you know. Uh, then what they did was uh, they, had, they had Fish and O'Reilly kind of go up near the apron for a distraction. And what happened was he got distracted, Bononi, and then he got ended up getting kicked in the head, uh, a knee in the back, kicked and then kicked in the back of the or knee in the back of the head, I should say, by Adam Cole. One, two, three, Cole wins the match. And you think, yeah, okay, no problem. Well, it's a little bit of a problem. Okay, what, what should have happened was one thing should have been taken out of that, and that's the cover. Cesar Bononi should have never went for the cover, or if he goes for the cover, there should be no kick out. He should go for the cover and kind of face the guys on the apron where he sees them get on the apron. One, one, two, get up. Go at Fish and O'Reilly. Pop, pop, nail them both. As you turn around, boom, there's the kick. There's a knee. One, two, three. That's how it should have been done. Instead of what they did was this. That Cesar, cover, one, two, I'm 99.9% sure Cole kicks out. As he kicks out, those guys get up on the apron. I don't think there was any physicality, but only went towards them, and then I think he turned around and got kicked in the belly, whatever it was, then it was a knee or whatever. I don't remember the actual spot spot. I know the finish was a knee to the back of the head. Back of the head, yep. That little nuance that I just told you that should have been taken out is how you make guys and how you break guys. That little tiny thing that I bet you, most of you out there listening or watching me right now, no matter if it's on a podcast or live, you didn't know that. And you should know that. And people that never really been in the ring or worked at a high level or knew how to draw money or were in booking meetings or as an announcer, they wouldn't know that. <laughs> so that's why I, I sometimes I scoff on, hey, if you just have a just some guy with a microphone in a podcast, okay, great. You know, you if you're going to inform the audience, then inform them like I just did. I'm getting, I don't want to get off a tangent here because I can get a little mad about stuff like that. Because there's a difference the way people are content providers and what they're providing when they give content. So what I'm giving you right there is complete inside baseball. And it's complete uh, positioning and, and psychology how to get somebody over and how to protect someone or bury them. Now, I'm not saying uh, Cesar is dead to, in the water because Adam Cole kicked out of this Michinoko driver. But I'm just saying if you really want to protect someone, if you really want to protect them, you, you don't, you don't, you, you get up from the cover. Now let me tell you what happens. Now the commentators should be getting the heads up on that. And one of them, probably Nigel, needs to, needs to quasi-protect Cesar. 
Well, that's an inexperienced thing right there. He got a little too overzealous. He saw that Fish and O'Reilly were get, getting on the apron. He kept his eye off, off the prize, which was Adam Cole. He probably would have got the win there with a big upset victory, but instead he lost his cool. He's got a bad temper. He's got to try and hit. You're protecting him by pointing out what happened. You understand? Yeah, I do. These are things that... So when you watched it, you didn't think any of that, did you? Um, I, I the thought, answer is no. No. Holy macaroni. Christmas. Let's try that again. So when you watched that, you didn't think any of that? Uh, not that exactly, no. No! What, what did you think, Hotshot? Tell me about receipt. You thought about no, how to receipt somebody? No, because in the beginning they were talking to him. They were trying to sell him like we want you to be part. Oh, of Oh yeah, the T-shirt, the and then they hit. He, and he said, "Oh, you hit him. You sucker punched." Uh, he also said, you're, "Sucker punched." Him. You're the 2017 must watch NXT oh, the, guy. Right, the young guy. The so I thought they, they built him up a little bit, and then I just thought it was a little, you know, a little quick. That's all. I, I didn't think much of it. Though, so that's it, what your notes were that you needed to say about this match. You just asked me. I didn't have to say anything. Billy Breedlove <sighs> says. What was that? What was that? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> this question. I know. I, they, I tell you, you guys think I joke about the sound effects store downstairs. Sometimes these things bleed up. I don't know what the F they Breed love. There. Just share the show. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, if you have a year problem, send us the bill. Uh, Jason Giaconetti. Great insight and learning tree from Taz. Great name. Boys and girls, up, it's time to gather around the learning tree. That should have been done about five minutes ago. Okay, so <laughs> Rusty Jones. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> you, no, so. really. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that kind of thing. I'm talking about Cesar Bononi, man. It, like, you know, protect the kid a little bit. I mean, you know, really, you don't have to have him go for the cover. It's, it's, it's not the end of the world here. It's not as bad as what happened the other day with Stephanie and Ronda Rousey. That was real bad. Okay, this is like... You don't have to have the kid go for the cover. Let's think a little bit. You know, now defense to the producers and agents at NXT, one of them might have came up with what I just said, and maybe they were overruled. So I'm not knocking anybody. I don't know who had, you know, I'm sure it was, you know, obviously Hunter, I guess he was there. He has the, the final say, obviously. So, uh, you know, whatever reason, obviously they want to get over Adam Cole more than Cesar Bononi, which is fine, but. That little thing like that can help a kid like Benoni. He needs help. He's a big, giant kid that eventually you're probably going to push. Don't have him go for have him go to cover and get up on his own and he, and and put over the fact from the announcers that he's overzealous. He's got a bad temper. He's got to hone that in. He'll learn from his mistake. But then again, you know who do you have at the desk that really has the chops to say something like that? You know, I would say Nigel's the only one. He 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 knows what he's doing and he's he's credible to a degree for sure. You know what I mean? He is. So have him say it. You know, that that's all. You, you, because now, just think about the logistics of the physicality I just laid out. Uh, Cesar hits the Michinoku driver. Ba-bing. He goes for the cover. As he's going for the cover, he's actually facing that apron. Instead of having these guys like computers, face the hard camera. You got to face the hard camera. Everybody face the hard camera. Face the hard camera. You got to face the hard camera. You got to face. Shut the fuck up. Okay, let me just fucking work. God, I just had a little flashback. Uh, someone in the ring, is the referee telling you the guys that? Or no, just telling you? I don't Just, I don't want to. Do I have to? No. Sometimes the ref will tell you because he's being told in his ear. Time to face the hard camera. 
Don't they have enough cameras all around? They, they can get T you? TNA, right? <laughs> we used to work at the Impact Zone out a little bit. I was done stuff with Samoa Joe when I was managing him and, and the main event mafia and all that. Or with, with the Aces and H, doing the Heel Jones I was doing, right? So a lot of times, like, you'd play, you cut your promo, and, you know, it's it's basically a three-sided arena because there's no one by the hard camera because it's a studio. So uh, you want to get a reaction to people, and they would tell the boys all the time, face the hard camera, like, before the show. Make sure you face it when you're cutting your promo. Don't turn your back to the camera. Keep your back to the audience. And that's the right thing to say because you're doing TV, I know. But <laughs> the talent would just, like, say, frigate, and just, like, Talk, they would put their back to the hard camera. Now you got to shoot it with a handheld from the side. I was guilty of it, too, when I was doing the Aces and Aids thing or I was doing the main event gimmick Jones, main event Mafia. I, it's just, you know, because you want you want to get that reaction from the people. You know, back EC Dub days, man, like or like NWA or like World Class, all these companies, there was nobody telling you. They weren't obsessed with the camera. It is the right thing, but it's annoying. Anyway, Cesar Bononi, Banani, Okay, he should have kind of went for a cover. One count, maybe two count. No kick out. He's got the kid beat. He's got cold beat. And then go to that apron and hit those guys. Bang, bang. Don't just scare them off. Turn around because you're giving, when you hit each of them, even go even a step further. Uh, Bobby Fish, as Cesar's coming at him, Bobby goes to hit Cesar. Cesar blocks him. And then Cesar comes in and boom, he pops him. Same thing happens with O'Reilly. He goes to O'Reilly goes to hit him, he blocks the punch, and then bang! And then Cesar pops O'Reilly. Why do you do that? It gives uh, I forgot his name for it. Adam Cole. Sorry, brain fart. It gives Adam Cole a second to sell the Michinoku longer. Inside baseball Jones right here. Good lord, breaking it all. Breaking it all. Anyway, so that's uh, the deal on that. But uh, otherwise, it was a good match. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> besides all those things, yes, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to give a little inside baseball. I mean, just trying to help the people out a little bit. These poor bastards. You know what I mean, we'd rather just watch it and be entertained. You're ruining it for us. Blazer wrestled uh, Carrie Sane. Uh, it's Baszler. So, you know, they, this is the, a little bit of a feud going on here, which is to me a, a very unbelievable, like not believable feud. The Pirate Princess, which is just the funniest gimmick maybe in years. The Pirate Princess from Japan. It's just that whole, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's just so Arr. 1987 pro wrestling it is. I mean, so gimmicks, gimmicks. It's just nobody in the world is thinking that Carrie can do anything and, and beat Blazer. So, it's Baszler. So the thing is, I to me, um, and I know that this is probably the end of their feud or angle they did. Um, I, I mean, it was okay. I, I think I think that that uh, Shane is getting better. She's I think she's going to be really good. I do. Uh, her look is great because she looks different than every girl, any girl I've ever had. She just looks different. Um, I wish that Shane. I wish I didn't know. This is the problem with social media. I wish that I didn't know that Shayna. Blazer and Baszler and uh, Ronda Rousey weren't were, were friends. I wish that I didn't know that they were friends. So I would love to eventually, not now, <laughs> in a year and a half's time or something like that, a year, 
see these two in a big, big match on a big, big pay-per-view on the main roster. I just think it would be really cool. Um, I really do. Yes, yes, Seth. Yes. You're, just, you're making me think about, you know, they have these UFC MMA fighters that are coming to WWE, you know, Bobby Lashley supposedly coming back. Do you ever think, I know they, they did this a while ago, you, I know you weren't there yet in WWE with Owen Hart, with Ken Shamrock. And uh, right before I went. You were supposed yeah. to be involved in that potentially, oh, whoa, right? Oh, yeah. you're talking about way before cage. Yeah, 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 I was. So, um, no, do you well, ever think that they're going to do something like that? Or can, can WWE actually even, I know they tried Brawl for All, but can they actually even put an octagon in or actually have a real fight? Maybe sanction and have, you know. They can, because it's with the Athletic Commission. It's the same type of, uh, I don't know if it's changed. Years right, because sports the, entertainment different. Well, yeah, years yeah. ago it, it would have been the same. You'd have to get a license um, and all that. But it don't matter. You could work in a state where there's no state athletic commission, and that's possible. You can go to um, Nevada. That's why, that's why you've seen a lot of stuff in Alabama, like Batwell Auditorium down years ago down in Alabama. There was some, some underground fight, you know, MMA type things and stuff. There's different states. I don't know them off the top of my head, but that, can, that don't have athletic commissions. I mean, can you imagine, like, say, next year's WrestleMania – Main event in the cage, Lashley versus Lesnar, or you know, semi-main event, R- Rousey versus Baszler. Well, it's a whole, it's a whole different deal. Yeah. Now, you know, you got to pay the guys different. That's the first thing. Yeah. It's a big difference in payday, and that's not going to happen. Also, I will tell you, Vince McMahon is not in the business. Neither is Stephanie or Triple H to do shoe fighting, to do real fights. They, that's they're in the money making business. They're in show business, and it's they're a publicly traded company. They don't want to see Brock. They don't want to have Brock and um, and and potentially Bobby Lashley go in there beating the living shit out of each other on a shoot where guys are busting each other's eyes open and noses open while you know they're placating and marketing to little kids WWE and little kids are screaming and crying and, and hiding under their dad and mom's armpit. You know what I mean? So good point. Yeah, that's what they don't want to do. And that they're a public company. They 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 want to make money. They want to turn people on, not off. You know, so that would turn them off. That's what I'm saying. In a work form, though, I want to see Shayna and and Ronda, you know, in an angle. Once they both learn that and learn this craft of pro wrestling, you know, and they will, they will. Those are always the best uh, as a fan when you get the best friends split up. You know, yeah. like the everybody talk, still talks about the Rockers when he kicked him through the window. That's that's always great because you never expect that to happen. Yes, yes, that's right. Thank you. The thing I will tell you that. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo did th- that. I liked. <laughs> Stop the presses! Whoa! Oh. Holy oh. cow! Nobody fall down. But well, I thought you were in a good mood the other day. You're in a really good mood today. <laughs> Look at this guy. Here's the thing. He mentioned that uh, Carrie Saint trained. You know, so many. I can't remember exactly his exact words. I can paraphrasing in in Japan in dojos. Basically, he was implying heavily, and I can't remember his exact words, but he said it perfectly, Mara did, that um, she trained in those dojos and how difficult it is, her toughness, so she could take punishment from Blazer. That's what basically he was saying. Baszler. You know, so so he got that over the right way, and and he did. And it was very, very well well put the way Mara did. He did not scream. He spoke to us. So uh, I thought that was very good. He must be know. listening to the Taz show. I don't know. He might have unsubscribed. <laughs> I think you might have unsubscribed. I'm just telling you. Uh, for the most part, though, that's that's what I, I I did not see. Like I said, the promo. Do you see the whole show? How'd they end this thing? Oh, um, 
Well, one thing about Almas, it was it was funny. He said, you know, we now can call him say Johnny Wrestling, call him Johnny Jobless. I thought that was funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Alistair mm. Black came out. Yes. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Yes. For those listening to the podcast, like, what, what? I was huh? choking to Seth, stop. No, um, I also did like, by the way, uh, Johnny Wrestling, uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, the referee, and Steve William Re- I call him Steve William Regal backstage, and he had to give him his release, and you got you got to finish your dates. That was cool. That was very behind the scenes. I thought that was fine. I, I like that. I, you don't see that much. I think they did that pretty good. I would have shot it different. I would have made it look more candid, more voyeur. Me, I, I like going that route instead of like, so, okay, we're WWE. Here's the camera. Let's go. Three, two, one, go. Like, stop it. It's bullshit. Let me feel like it. Let's change with the times a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, ECW was Getting the best at that. Yeah. 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 What were you saying? Because I got to get going. Yeah, okay. Um, Andrade, uh, he started making his way out. Alistair Black kind of came in, uh, and Andrade was on the stage, kind of. Yeah. And um, Alistair Black was about to say something, and then Killian Dane's music hit. Big boy. And they didn't know where he, he came out of the crowd, yeah. got in the ring. He's like, you know, you're in my way. And he just charged at him. Oh. And uh, he ended up leaving. I got to watch that. He, he ended up that. leaving. They, they started hitting each other, and then Dane ended up, the show ended with him. Uh, he, he hit him with a crossbody. he? Dane hit Black with a crossbody. Black left him laying. And where and, was Amos? He was on the stage kind of watching this. He's like, ah, let him go kill himself. I'm out of here. <laughs> yes. Okay, and Zelina, Zelina was there laughing. Yeah, yeah. She thought it was funny. No, that's good. She's yeah. a great heel. Yes. Uh, yes. By the way, over 140 shares. We went from 8 to 140. Yeah, you're such an intimidator. That's it's unbelievable. why. Cheryl, I'll kill you. I'm not intimidating. It's not that, my friend. And I use that term very loosely. It's not that. It's... Not intimidation. It's facts. These it's guilt. I lead by guilt. Yes. They understand. What are you God. Jewish? Yeah, <laughs> I go. They understand that when I hit them with the whole, wow, you ain't got to pay for nothing, and that you can't just share the show. You selfish bastards. <laughs> they know. They they know. They know how I am. They know. They understand. Short current. Seth is a great Madoff. <laughs> People know what that means. Oh, man. So anyway, so that's the deal. Um, Billy Breedlove, he's back. Catholic guilt. Okay. Uh, yeah. so a lot of people saying they love me. I love you all, too. And, uh, you know, I tell you, we got a throwback snack tomorrow. Real quick on the throwback oh. snack. Uh, should I kill this? What? <laughs> No, you can't. You're not what allowed. Are you not? <laughs> you're not Contractually, to. you have yes. to. We we only need we need uh 42 more for the, for the year, and then you're done. No, no, no. No, what I'm saying is we put up a poll. The social media team did on the uh, Taz Show Twitter. Yeah. And um yeah, and uh, you should get on social media more instead of just coming out here trying to be a mock for yourself. Um, and uh, yeah. buy my shirt. Yeah, and uh, basically, I was a little surprised, a little taken aback, as they say, uh, that uh, the 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 poll was basically about um, about the throwback snacks and what people think of them. And and, uh, and people could vote on this. I think it's still up there right now. Unless you listen to the podcast version, it might be gone by then. But, um, yeah, people voted. And uh, the option, I'll read it to you right here. Thoughts on throwback snack pods on Fridays. Hashtag the Taz Show. This is from at Taz Show Live. This is the official show account for the Taz Show. 41% love. 32% like, 27% dislike. And uh, so you guys, there's six hours left as I do this live right now on Thursday. Uh, 
around whatever, 10 a.m. Eastern. 10, 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised we got a lot. 27% people don't like it. I don't think it's that they don't like it. It's just they don't. Uh, they can't get in position to watch. They don't have the time to sit and watch the match with you. Oh, they're too busy. Yeah. I do about 50 friggin' shows, and I have time to take care of these people. They ain't got time for me. It's not personal. They listen to all the other stuff. They're listening to Taz and the Moose, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM, TuneIn, Spotify, all the fives, everything, all everywhere. The fives, all the fives. Yes, and uh, they got uh, Taz show Tuesday and Thursday. I think the thing is, it's, it's a little more, uh, you got to sit down and watch the match. But, you know, I would tell these people, you, you don't, don't necessarily have to, have to do that. Match. Right. You yeah. could just listen and just just hearing Taz. It's kind of cool to see, to listen to you as a fan watching these guys because there's Wrestling has some classic times, and you're going back to, like, you know, like you had Lawler and Funk last week. There's nothing better. Ha! Those guys are two of the best ever. Even when you go back and watch now, you you get sucked in and you believe it. That's how good they are. And you're right. And you know, like you I know? say, it's always better to be sucked in than sucked out. Yes. You know that. But here's the thing. Uh, tomorrow on the Throwback Snack, we're going down to Texas. We're world-class action. And uh, we're going to do uh, basically um, – it's going to be uh, the Von Erichs uh, versus the Freebirds from Texas Stadium. Yeah, you got that right, bitch. Yeah, that's what's going to be. It's going to be great. And and I took your advice on this and the other people from the team that were talking. Yeah, I, there's no pausing, I don't think, uh, during this. Um, uh, this was recorded uh, yesterday, okay? Uh, normally, I'll, I'll stop it, the match, while I talk to people. I don't do that on this one. I might have once, though. <laughs> and I might have apologized to you during it, Seth. Thank you. Um, also, I want to point out, because like I said, I did record this yesterday with my other team. And a guy did a run-in at the end of the match, and I had a brain fart. I couldn't remember his name. And I saw his face. I'm like, what? Because I watched these things, like, for the first time in years or never seen it. So I give you guys a real organic feel when I watch it. And I'm doing a podcast about it. And the run-in was by, you're going to love this, Seth, Killer Khan. Killer Khan. Killer Khan, yeah. And, and <laughs> I forgot his name, dude. It's just I couldn't remember his name because I, didn't, I forgot he was in world class for a little while. You know? I, I have to ask, ask you the, the trivia question about Killer Khan. Uh-oh. Whose ankle did he break? Kurt Angle. Will <laughs> <laughs> you stop? Andre no, the Giant. Oh, that's right. He yeah, it's a big, that's that, a big actually. deal. I didn't know that. It was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Oh, you know, but real, when I saw him, I'm like, wait, I know who this is. I couldn't remember his name. And, and then after the podcast, I was like, oh, it's Killer Khan. <laughs> so, I forgot. I haven't heard that name in a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, 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 and just for those WWE fans that are maybe not familiar, in the 80s, the Freebirds and the Von Erichs were selling out stadiums. Oh, dude. Yeah, 40, yeah, 50,000 people. I get into that. Crazy. I get into that on that. Uh, yeah, anyway. So, look, I'm glad you guys enjoyed, enjoyed, enjoyed this edition of the Tag Show. Uh, thank you, everybody, on Facebook Live, Twitter, the whole thing. Thanks for the team here, Seth and everybody. Appreciate you guys. Love you. I'm Taz. You're not. Snowback, that throwback snack tomorrow. Talk to you live, live again tomorrow morning at Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 213, XM 201, 961, Sirius XM app. And uh, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern, Taz and the Moose, talking sports, having fun, kicking ass. I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. Feels the same, cuz we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid.
Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 25th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com.